whether or not we all realize it, those of us who serve the Lord are participating in the most epic adventure of all time, space, and history. I think it's about time that we start celebrating the miraculous and wonderful ways that God touches our lives in everyday circumstances. I'm Karen Pennington, and this is Daily Adventures in Grace. I'm good at breaking things. I, I, I don't want, I don't like to, I don't, I don't try to. <laughs> I'm a little bit of a klutz. I drop things. I, uh, not just breaking, just making them not work. I, my instructions for my daughter when she sends over my granddaughter is do not put her in light clothing because it will get ruined either in her playing or in the ice cream we give her or in the finger painting we do or something. It'll, it'll not be nice by the time she's done. Uh, last week, I had, part of my frustrations last week was that I broke my hard drive because I kept taking it out wrong. I didn't even know the right way to take it out. I just kept taking it out, and it broke, and so now I have a little bit of extra work to do to catch up for the stuff on the hard drive that we have to try to recover, but it may or may not happen. But uh, I felt a little broken at times last week. We have a couple of difficult decisions to make in our life. Uh, as is often the case, when you're a human being, you have difficult decisions. And they just overwhelm me. There twice I just broke, <laughs> broke down in tears. And I just so want to break through in these areas. You know, and sometimes gives us, God gives us a breakthrough, like, right away, right away. And sometimes it takes years, decades. Sometimes it feels like we don't get it on this side of heaven. Um... That's the hard stuff. But I think I probably will get one somewhere in this area, on this side of heaven. But I just, I kept praying for breakthrough. And there are all these people in our church praying for breakthrough. And what I'm sensing and seeing is, at this point, there's just a lot of break. There's a lot of brokenness. There's uh, just things happening to people hard decisions, hard times. And I'm not even just talking about, you know, that big C word, that pandemic. I'm just talking about relational issues. I'm talking about where does God want me in life? I'm talking about this thing is too hard for me to do, but how can I not do it? Because I have to make money for my family or I have to fulfill an obligation. And it's really hard. It can really break you down. And even as I felt called to pray for breakthrough, God said something pretty obvious to me. Um, look at the first part of that word, break. You need break often to get a breakthrough. Um, why is that? Why is it that when we're looking for something really good to happen, it has to be hard first. It has to not just be hard, but it has to like crucify us first. It has to just break us open first. Uh, well, I'd say maybe, maybe it's because we're hard-headed, possibly. Maybe because when we're too comfortable and doing things on our own, we're not making room for God's spirit because we're trying to do it on our own. I think about Hannah. I don't know if there was anything, doesn't say there was anything wrong with her, the, the mother of Samuel, and she was really broken because she wasn't having any children. And 
Um, this is First Samuel 1, and not only wasn't she having children, she was in a time where she kind of was competing with another spouse. The husband, Elkanah, or Elkanah, however you want to say that, had two wives, and that other wife um, knew that he liked Hannah better, but Hannah didn't have kids, so that other wife would just torment her. So she was already tormented by not having kids, and then she was tormented by this person she had to live with. And um, to the point where she cried till she ran out of tears. Forget bringing it down. She broke down to the point where she had no tears. She cried out to God until she had no more words. And all she had was her sorrow that she brought to the altar. And that was that brokenness. When she brought her brokenness to God, that was the breakthrough. That was when the chief priest, Eli, came in and said, God... God gave you what you wish for. Once he figured out she wasn't drunk, that was, you have to read that. So that's, but, so she had Samuel, who was the great prophet, who anointed the first two kings of Israel. And then David was the king from which the king of all kings came. That's a pretty significant, she went from no legacy to like the legacy, you know? And not only that, she, she gave Samuel to the service of God. After she weaned him, he, um, served in the temple and because of that she got I mean God opened her womb she had multiple other children so she went from completely barren to a legacy spiritually through Samuel and then all these other children as well and uh, you think she would have been at a point of tenderness that she'd be willing to give her child to God had she not been broken you know I think about that would she really have been that way had she not been broken would Ruth have been willing to glean in the fields like a beggar, which she was in the book of Ruth, which ultimately found her Boaz, the kinsman redeemer, who helped her have a child who was an ancestor of David, who was an ancestor of Jesus. Would that have happened had she not been so broken? She wasn't even from that land. She was from Moab. Would Naomi's blessedness have been that blessed if she had not called and understood herself as bitter years before when she was left with nothing? I look at the book of Job. The first chapter of Job is really a downer. It just talks about the destruction that's going to happen. It talks about weeping and... Um, I always heard as a child the day of the Lord being talking of, talked of as this, woohoo, it's great, wait for Jesus to come. Um, but he's saying the day of the Lord, it's going to be a day of darkness and no light. This is Joel 2, two. a day of clouds and thickness. Great and powerful army is coming. That's not a good thing. So... This day the Lord will come where God's showing his power, but he's not doing it the way we want him to because all these bad things are happening to us and we deserve it. That's horrible, right? It's like breaking our sin and our hard-headedness and our just lack of listening. And sometimes we just break and there's nothing that has to do with Mike. We didn't, we're trying, God. We're trying. <laughs> and we're breaking. But then he says... Don't fear, fertile land. Same, like, same breath, same, this is just a few verses later, Joel 2, 21. Rejoice and be glad, for the Lord is about to do great things. 
The tree will bear its fruit. The fig tree and the grapevine will give their full yield. Rejoice and be glad for the Lord your God, in the Lord your God, because he will give you the early rain as a sign of righteousness. Now, this is an agricultural term. My husband likes agriculture. I like food, so I guess I like agriculture. But here's the thing. There's a former rain, particularly in this area, and a latter rain. Former rain kind of stinks because it's just rain, you know, and it almost seems pointless. And that latter rain is the thing that causes the plants to grow. Um, I don't always love rain, especially when it's cold. I really don't love snow. But that thing about the former rain, it prepares the soil because the soil gets kind of hard. Um, it gets dry and hard. And when you have dry, hard soil, that soil doesn't receive the water and the nutrients it needs. So it needs to be broken up so it's even prepared to receive the things that it needs and the things that make it fertile. So uh, that kind of happens in our lives too, right? We, we get so into our plans and we get so into what we think we need. and Even doing the right thing can become idolatry because we're so into this mission. And our hearts, they become a little bit hard to God. Um, I know that's what happens to me. I, and I love the Bible. I seek God out every day in the Bible. But then sometimes I'm seeking the Bible so much I'm not resting in God. It's almost like, you know, I'm in love with my husband, so I'm going to go read a book about him, and I'm going to study him, and I'm going to try to figure him out, but I'm not going to sit with him. You know, God wants us to sit with him. God wants our heart to be tender because sometimes it's about studying, sometimes it's about searching, and sometimes it's just about sitting and receiving. And so that's what I'm seeing in our lives and. It says here, uh, Joel 2.23, Rejoice and be glad in the Lord your God, because he will give you the early rain as a sign of righteousness. He will pour down abundant rain for you, the early and the late rain as before. So he's going to rain hard on our heads to break up our hard-headedness, to break up our hard-heartedness, to get our attention, to strip down the things that we're holding on to, that we think are good, but that keep us from him. So that when that second rain comes, we can receive it with gratitude. And we can receive it. And so there's a place to hold it, you know. I also think, this sounds weird, meiosis and mitosis. Do you guys remember that from like middle school, high school? I barely do. I remember this though. This also happens with seeds. Anytime you want to reproduce anything in a body, in a cell, in a plant, a seed, something has to break first. You want growth, you want the multiplication, something has to break. But here's the thing. Once that break happens, in that point, whatever happens then determines whether you have decay or whether you have multiplication. So in our times of brokenness, we can walk away from God. Brokenness does not always mean breakthrough. We can just walk away from God. We can give up. We can do things our own way. We can keep trying and get more tired because we're not resting, just running. We can do that. And that can get us more tired and worn out. Or we can seek God and be with God. We can, you know, at that point, just like in, in the body, you know, a woman's body, you need the nutrients. You need the rest. You need the exercise. Yes, you need all that stuff. 
But in a sense, what you do during that period of brokenness is almost more important and more essential than that point where you feel whole. So that's my question. Does anybody feel broken? I don't mean necessarily. Maybe your whole life's broken down. Maybe you just have a really, really hard thing that you're like, I just can't do this. This is breaking me. I can't make this decision. I can't do this job. I can't pay this bill. So what are you going to do with it? Is it possible that God, I don't know if he's causing it or not, above my pay grade. Is it possible that God's allowing this? Is it possible? I mean, this former reign that Joel was talking about, this was an army that was going to overtake their nation. Talk about breakdown. And it did. Until God restored. And God continues to restore in ways beyond what they thought or could imagine or even wanted sometimes. So what is it? Is there something that's breaking you? Is there something that you just know you can't handle? Something that's crucifying your spirit? Normally I'd want to say, I feel for you. This is hard. I'm praying for you. I have compassion on you. All that's true. But this morning I'm going to say good. I'm going to say God's allowing this thing in your life. If you let it, if you let it be this meiosis, this mitosis, this breaking that leads to breakthrough, if you let God come into it, I'm telling you without a shadow of a doubt for those who trust in the Lord, for those who lean into God, for those who are seeking God's way and just relying on God's spirit, you lean into God with this, I guarantee it'll be part of something greater. I guarantee it'll be part of a great food. Why do I know that? One of the most famous scriptures in the Bible, Romans 8, 28. God works all things together for the good of those who love him and who are called according to his purpose. So this thing in your life, thing that might be breaking you, you going to stay there? Am I going to stay there? Or are we going to trust God to bring a breakthrough? Lord Jesus, thank you that you use everything. Stuff is hard, God. We wouldn't ask for it. We wouldn't want it. We wouldn't wish it on our worst enemies sometimes. But you can use it. And we're asking you to use it, and we're trusting you to use it. And we're looking to you to bring about new fruit in our lives. And we know that you can use even the very things that seem to be taking away from our thriving. To your glory and to our good. So do it, God. We ask you not with entitlement, but with grateful expectation, knowing you're a part of God. Amen. 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 Amen.